Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Sorry, very disorganized today. Don't be silly. Okay. There we go. Blankets on. Ah, a girl. I feel like, you know, you're not in your usual habitat. Oh, I totally know. It's me doing the intro. Perfect. The most chaotic person here. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hi, hello, greetings, bonjour, hola, bienvenue, howdy. It's ciao. <laughs> ciao. <laughs> it's House of Goss, hog, oink oink to our dear listeners. How are you this blessed Tuesday? It's me, Clara Kavna, and you. Sophie Lyons. And we are here with your weekly dose of pop culture nourishment. Pop is fun to say. And we have lots of juicy celebrity stories to get through this week. I have been nonstop online and on the TikToks and just devouring all sorts of content for you. Before we get into that, though, so how are you? I am feeling much better in myself as a human being. Great. I've progressed from the plague, which is nice. I nice. left work yesterday like just around five and it was still bright outside and the sky was pink and it completely lifted my spirit and everyone was putting it on their Instagram stories. Oh, it was beautiful. It's been so dark, obviously, and I really feel now spring is coming. You were just saying Six Nations is starting and I always think that's the start of spring. Mm -hmm. Even today, it's so nice outside. So I'm feeling really positive about life, which I wasn't last week. (laughs) You've recovered (laughs) from your subway lick infused flu yeah absolutely I, is it in ireland spring begins on the first of feb it's spring sprungs on the first of feb i think or maybe i'm just lying but you know when you see the daffodils and you have the grand stretch in the evenings but there's always you know that song it's completely not applicable but i always think like I can see clearly now the rain has gone the version of in just like that when they had it was a bit pared back Mm. I can see clearly now the rain has come. Totally. The flu was my rain. The flu was your rain. And now yeah. you've been greeted with bright blue, orangey, pinky skies. Ladies, life's not that depressing. Woohoo! <laughs> Life is fun sometimes. <laughs> oh. Okay, so before we get into our showbiz deep dives Sophs what are you adoring or testing this week I have two go for it but I could use I don't think the recommendation is mine this week I think it's yours so I'll put the two in one if that's okay and I'll do them quickly you crack on one is watch on BBC player Alan and Amanda's Italian job it's Alan Carr and Amanda Holden now I don't gravitate towards her as a lady but this no. is great. This is the wow. season two. They go over to somewhere in Italy, can't remember where. Is it Tuscany? This For this one. And they buy a villa, like a property for a pound. It's in some kind of government scheme type thing. 
and they literally pull it apart and do it up room by room. Wow. And I think it's like eight episodes. And in the midst of my illness, it was such lovely light relief because you get a bit of like interior, but it's Alan Carr who I just adore. He's great. And they do these really like creative reconstructions of this really dilapidated old house and so you get a bit of creativity in there they go wow. to all these local markets and get like pieces of furniture or Fun. you know Carrera marble which um Michelangelo used in the statue of David <laughs> like it's a nice bit of education and then they have some really nice chats and it's only like I think half an hour really great if oh. you are suffering from a low of serotonin <laughs> very good so that's on BBC player she's kind of a funny I find her I just just to pause briefly on Amanda Holden she is somebody that like I don't you know she was married to Les from Carnation Street I googled her watching it because I was like who's her husband is that yeah. her current because she has had two so her current husband who is who we were talking about last week and he's he with the hair he was Simon Cowell's former age or manager works for the talent agency YMU but the, she was married to Les Dennis and I don't know if it was a very good marriage but she's just changed physically has just changed so much and she's very done up cosmetically and I just don't know I find I, I'd say she, she seems fun but is it I actually upon watching it I was like oh yeah she's actually grand I is she a bit crude is she See, I don't watch any of the TV shows she's on. I don't. Her humour is a bit potty mouth. Oh, wait. <laughs> That's like not something I gravitate towards. But she's really nice to Alan because he's going through a divorce. He's divorcing the farmer. Mm, yeah, since like the first season was right after he announced that. And no. like Yeah, and they have a really good, like they're good friends. And it made me see her, not that I knew anything about her, but I actually, I think she's a nice gal. I think she's just a bit, uh, she kind of has potty humour for me. Yeah. Yeah, I, do, I, I feel like I just don't know anything about her. I don't either. She's just one of those English celebrities. Yeah, who's on like all the mass Singer and... Sorry, I'm still reeling by that Alan Carr news. You've actually absolutely thrown me. Sorry. <laughs> wow, okay. I'm going to have to compartmentalise that fact. I think he'll be okay though. He's so fabulous. But he loved the country. He really embraced that life. I know. Do you remember when he was on Table Manners and he was like, I have four pigs, three llamas, two ducks. Like, yeah. yeah, and he was just like a city boy turned into a little country mouse. But I don't know who the husband is. He's just a farmer. I think he was just a regular civilian. Yeah. So I don't know oh. what the story is behind it. Okay, I have to put a pin in that. Okay, what's your second one? Oh, sorry. The second one was The Fields of Ass and Rye. Have you ever looked into <laughs> that song? Um, is it something to do with the famine? Yeah, and it kind of has like a lame Miz background where this what? Irish man from Galway steals food for his starving family and he gets shipped off to Australia Yeah, for the crime. I, I didn't know the background of the song, but that song is just... Whew. I know. I think it speaks to our genes. It does. I think that something visceral happens when an Irish person, that's why it's like, it's so uh, evocative when they play it at, at say, rugby games. Sorry, hot, hot topic because the Six Nations will be on. That's why I was thinking about it. I think just something very, like, primitive happens to us Irish people. 
It's haunting. It does something. It lights a fire when it's mm. sang, especially in big groups. Yes, a little green fire in our eyes. Yeah, it's so good. But I didn't know the meaning of it. Yeah. And that's something else I learned during my illness. Googling from my sick bed. Here are my learnings. I also saw there's a version of it for Palestine on Instagram and it's really haunting. Oh, wow. It's this amazing Irish girl who, who sang it. Oh, it was really oh. haunting. And that's my other um, Shador, yeah. Okay. Well, you've actually... feeling really spiritual. You've inspired me. And I'm, I'm going to do two, two Shadors this week. Slay. So I was home last week and we had just a small little gathering, a little engagement party in my home home. And it was just the most spectacular evening. Had the best time. Got such hilarious like little gifts from people. And it was just really like, I think... I, I don't know, like, you know, sometimes you're like, oh, like engagement parties, would you bother and stuff? No, you have to mark the occasion. Yeah. And it was nice doing it in January because everyone was really bored after dry Jan and we had it at the very end. So no one had any plans and our parents met. So that was nerve wracking, but it all went great and everyone was getting on really well. At one point there was a queue of my aunties to talk to Mick's parents. So then I was like, oh my God, it's going great. And there was just loads of like buzz and love and fun in the air. And it was just like really nice to kick off. It was nice, nice little, my cousin called it an amuse-bouche for the wedding. And I was like, thank or you. Or amuse-bouche for the year. For the year, yeah. So thank you, Kate. Like a really nice spirit lift, yeah. Because we live in London, like say after we got engaged, I only saw colleagues for like a month. And it was like, this doesn't feel real. And then my family flew over. Jess, my best friend said, you see what it means to other people? Like it means something to you guys, but then when you get to share it with like friends and family, it just makes it all the more real. So I had such a great time. J'adore uh, parties, engagements. And my other little mini J'adore is uh, we get Gusto, the food delivery yeah. service. If you live in London, I could not recommend it anymore. Save yourself from wandering the aisles of Sainsbury's f- eating the same thing for dinner every night. You get fun, you get fast you get fabulous food and you never eat, eat the same thing twice. It's just the best thing ever. I've been an unpaid advocate of ghost shows since I moved to London. But they do like seasonal things and they have introduced, as a vegetarian, Sophie, I hope you will discover this food product. But there was this thing of like, they, they throw in like seasonal products and there's one called a fable mushroom. Have you heard of a fable mushroom? No. We had it in two dishes this week. We've ordered more fable mushrooms for next week. It's basically like a sh- what do you call them? A shiitake, a shikate, shiitake, shiitake, shiitake mushroom shredded with other mushrooms, and it's kind of like compressed into these little. It's almost like a meatball. Oh, okay. The fable mushroom is just the tastiest meatiest like you know i find tofu it's there's a lot of east oh yeah i don't like tofu i just think it's sometimes it's quite like estrogeny and i always feel a bit hormonal after it tofu is sick <laughs> yeah it isn't great and like it's oh. it just makes me feel really hormonal clara theory but i have been told that it's full of estrogen yeah but is. the fable mushroom is smoky it's meaty you honestly we had an, it looks like meat it's the Meat replacement, nobody's talking about. And it's just, maybe it's seasonal because it did come in quite, it almost looks like a sausage. I urge anyone to sample it. Oh no, it's great. So, and we had, um, so we had my sister staying with us this week and all we've been doing is talking about how much we love fable mushrooms. (laughs) Yeah. And then like, you know, the way you're sitting on your couch Googling the meaning of 
feels about right. We've been Googling fable fable mushrooms and make us turn into this like fable mushroom master. Anyway. I definitely want to try this. There is a list. So j'adoring them also. Slay. Last week, we were talking all about Justin's comeback. Very too soon, very sans apologie. And this week, we're recording this on a Friday now. So at the moment of recording, the feud is firing up. And I can't wait to talk about it. So basically, since we last spoke, Brittany was like, oh, I don't want any hate for Justin Absolutely not. Him and Jimmy Fallon. Very classy, may I say. Very classy. But her page is private now, but it did. It obviously got leaked that what she had said. But like, wish him all the best. Love you, babes. Blah, blah, blah. Then he plays a gig on his birthday in New York. And he goes, quotes Conor McGregor, which is not a good place to start because Conor McGregor. What did he, what did he quote Conor McGregor? So, so Justin said, I'd like to take this opportunity yeah. To apologise to absolutely fucking no one. And that is a Conor McGregor quote. Oh, I knew he said that. I didn't know that was from Conor McGregor. So you're quoting like the most toxic man in Irish history. That, well, debatable. Oh, Justin. Justin. I saw the the recording and it was right before Cry Me a River. Exactly, which is a song all about Britney. Yeah, and I'm just a bit like, hang on. I don't understand what the goal was there. Don't understand the goal. He's obviously trying to go viral because he wants the attention. But he did it on the date, right? That So you know the way he did the Britney-Janet Jackson combo apology? Yeah. He said, I'd like to apologise to absolutely fucking nobody on the 20th anniversary of the Super Bowl where um, he revealed Janet Jackson's boob. On the Super Bowl stage. That was 20 years ago. 20 years ago. So ever then the Janet Jackson fans were like, okay, this is clearly a, a dig at Britney, but like why? I, th- I think it's just a coincidence. But it's like, why are you coming for Janet? Because you apologise to the two of them. It's just that one is a bit all serendipitous. But I do think that this is, he's pissed off that the Britney army put her track Selfish from like 12 years ago, which was like a bonus track, into the charts ahead of him. His song never beat Britney's song. And now they're both just like falling off the charts. So so then Britney responded to the absolutely fucking nobody comment with a picture of like a basketball hoop. Somebody told me someone was talking shit about me on the streets. Do you want me to bring it to the court? Or will you go home crying to your mom like you did the last time? I'm so sorry. Yes, Brittany. Yes, yes, yes. Sorry, Brittany wrote that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she followed it up by saying, I never mentioned how I beat him in basketball and that he would cry. No disrespect. So. Oh, so she's gone from being like, I love you, Justin, to being like, stop being sassy. Stop being sassy. And then apparently now. Love that. A, a, a source revealed to page six. Bear with, bear with. Justin had hoped, so the source revealed, Justin has hoped that the backlash from Spears' memoir would have blown over by now so that he could focus on his new album, which he's very excited about. But the drama is currently overshadowing his album. But the annoying thing about it is, it's like he only has the self to blame. He could have let that situation alone. He could have just done nothing. I just think he's on such thin ice. And then to be going like, to be poking at the feud, like let those sleeping dogs lie. The Britney fans, it's like going for Taylor Swift like do not bother 
And like, it's just so stupid that he's poking at the feud because he's pissed off his comeback isn't going well. It's almost, it's like just sour grapes. And it's like, you should be trying to calm that down because people aren't going to buy your music now. And like, I can understand you spent all this time and money and effort into your comeback and you're a bit like, wah, it's not working out for me. It's just so tone deaf. I'm just confused. Like, does he not realise that people are like, you're an idiot. That's the thing. He obviously... Like, because he's not a badass. He never has been. So why no. is he... Why is he now entering this, like, villain era and, like, trying to go after people? It's like, you're only pissing off people more. It's because I think also he's trying to be like, I don't care. And I'm not apologizing to no one. It's like, but you apologized last year. Like, he's not a badass. No, sorry, I just spilled tea all down myself. I didn't know what happened there. Oh my God, I actually just waterboarded myself. (laughs) He's not, and he never has been. He's been squeaky, squeaky Justin. And now it's like, it's your 43rd birthday. You're performing on stage to a like one night only crowd. Your dad. And then you're still bringing up a fight from years ago, especially when Britney showed you the olive branch. And like, he must be pissed off, right? So selfish his new song is not doing well so on the day of recording today friday the 2nd of february in the uk selfish is 181 on spotify it's number 26 on apple music and it's number 15 on the itunes charts in the uk in the us it's 94 on spotify it's 101 on apple music it's 15 as well in the us itunes chart and it's not on the hot 100 billboard chart. Uh, Naughty's Icon releases a song, a comeback song after six years off the grid. I haven't listened to it. What is it about? It's called Selfish, but it's like, because I love, if, because I want to touch you all the time and love you all the time, I'm selfish. Call me selfish. Is that an ode to Jessica Beale? I Well, you'd hope so. Oh. Oh. <laughs> huh. But I just think, you like, people want more than just music these days you're a brand you know it's not just about the music when Justin was like last releasing music now people want you to know what you're like and like people know that he's like funny on SNL and friends with Jimmy Fallon and they make funny skits he was kind of America's sweetheart for a while wasn't he before all the cheating and the uh, like the Britney stuff was kind of it brought to the public's attention wasn't he 100% 100%. yeah and he was like the goofy dancer and stuff and and then that, that made him like really endearing and everything. Now you're trying to be a badass. Sit down. Just sit down. I think it's just so tone deaf and shows like the gravity and the size of his ego that he thinks he's just doing this comeback, not regarding the current climate. A lot's changed since 2018 and that album didn't even do very well. But like a lot's changed since Justified and his future sexy love sounds. The climate has changed since then. And like you need to evolve. Just Powering on with this comeback is just actually very selfish. Fairies and unjustified. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have a laugh, don't we? Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I think it's just like also what I'm really living for is like the battle of the axes. This is the Justin-Brittany fight we never got at the time. Brittany held her own. She didn't say anything or wasn't allowed to say anything. Also, to point out... It's public what's happened to her over the last 10 years or whatever and like the conservatorship and now she's out of the conservatorship but like she doesn't have many people around her and stuff like that. Mm. So like if you know that, should you be throwing digs at someone who's in like quite a vulnerable position? Very good point. Because he apologised and blah, blah, blah. But like everyone knows she doesn't have that many people around her anymore. And she's vulnerable. Yeah, like she doesn't talk to her sister or whatever. The relationship's strained. Her brother, her dad, like. No family support, nothing. And then just because you're salty about your comeback going sour, your tone deaf comeback going sour, you then lash out at someone who's vulnerable. It's just praise be the Britney Army. Yeah, they're great. Poetry, poetry emotion. Very briefly on some other feuding exes battling it out. We spoke about in the podcast last June maybe about um Kevin Costner and his breakup with his wife of 18 years and they had a prenup but and she wasn't entitled to any like um payouts or anything but she was refusing to leave like their marital home well guess what she is now going out with their neighbor so uh, since their divorce their neighbor Josh Connor <laughs> yeah she's now and then apparently he's really pissed off and like putting up all these photos of like him with a new puppy or something. So I think maybe he's trying to get back at her on Instagram with like puppy love kind of thing. I don't know. Kevin Costner is mm. trying to get back at her on Instagram. But like by posting all these photos while she's... That's so funny. Sorry. It's so funny. It's so petty. <laughs> what age is he? He's like, like 68. He's 60 and he's doing like revenge instance. Revenge instance. <laughs> it's like get a life. But Sorry, I think that's he... <laughs> Because, you know, like in this day and age, I say you're seeing someone and then you stop seeing them. You you put something up on Instagram, like with two glasses or, you know, a set of male hands. And, you know, like you'll be like, drinks for two to try and make them jealous. Soft launch. But now he's just done it with the puppy. Because there is a thing of like, you know, battle of the exes and like people having feuds and stuff. But like... You know, and you do want to come out uh, the bigger person. <laughs> but this is just like, let it go, man. Because, you know, girls like want to come out like they want to have a glow up. Mm. And that's like their revenge. Kevin Galston is doing it with the dog. <laughs> with the little Labrador retriever. Oh, that's funny, Gazer. Oh, and then speaking of exes. Speaking of exes. Kim and Kanye apparently had dinner for North's birthday in Nobu. Oh, I saw this. Yeah, and... With his titanium teeth. Let's talk about teeth. What is going on there? I'm fascinated by the teeth for anyone who isn't in the know. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know anything. Apparently got his teeth removed and, like, put titanium 
ones in, but to actually speak factually, he didn't get them removed. What I'm thinking is he got them filed down and put like titanium veneers in. And a dentist came out to say he's very nervous about Kanye's dental hygiene, given that when you have big gaps in when you're getting like veneers, when they file down your actual teeth and stuff, it leaves like bigger gaps in your gums where bacteria can spread, etc. So the dentist was very concerned about Kanye's teeth. And just from a completely Ugh. uneducated standpoint, I imagine he doesn't have nice breath anyway. No. I don't think he smells great. No, it said the teeth cost 850 grand. More expensive than diamonds. Can we talk about the, your one, the girlfriend or the wife? Like, she is a prisoner. It's so scary. It's really scary. She has no voice. Like, why don't you ever hear her talk? Has anyone ever heard her talk? No. And she's in these wild outfits, which is fine. Express yourself. But I feel like it's just him doing it. And you're kind of looking at like what he did to Kim. But this is on an extreme and scary way. With the rebranding. But this is so... Did you see the one where she, he wears like a pair of tights over his face now? But he yeah. had her do one where she wore this like pillow cushion material in an oval that she wore around her neck. Right. Like a wide oval, put her head through it. And then there was like mesh going from the this ring up over her head. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of hard to explain, but if you Google it, you'll see it. And like, then she was wearing no shoes. He doesn't want to wear shoes anytime soon. It's so odd. And then he's gotten his teeth. They look, but it's actually a uni tooth with like fangs. Yeah, it's like a gum shield. It's like a titanium gum shield. Exactly that. I wonder though, is it veneers or is it kind of like a grill situation? Like hopefully he actually hasn't touched his real teeth. Hopefully he hasn't. Because that is like, you know, like, oh, getting a tattoo. This is a bad idea. And like it's on your body forever. I hope he hasn't like gotten rid of his teeth. It's so scary. Over this like impulsive decision. Yeah, like as in uh, cut your hair, whatever, it will grow back. You could dye it. Kanye, you can have a breakup. <laughs> do too. Dye it blonde. Do whatever you want. Removing your teeth is like the dentist shouldn't have done that. Very true. That's unethical. If you're an upstanding member of the Dental Association... Why would you take someone's teeth out? He doesn't look well. No, he doesn't. Like he said some like really abhorrent things. And like, look, that's a podcast for another day. But it's also like you can see in his eyes that like things aren't right. And it's like the media, I just think it's bad for the media to be paying him all this attention and giving him a mouthpiece because like what he's saying is terrible. It's just like, it's only upsetting people. So it's just like, why do we pay attention to him? But that's... That's showbiz. That's showbiz. Like, you're not going to say, oh, we won't listen to Kanye West. No, and he should be punished for saying bad things. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not defending him. But I just think it's kind of like, it's like watching a car crash a little bit. And it's just... It's like watching a car crash. And it's just like, I don't think people should be paying him attention because it's like... It's 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 also like you can apply to so many other toxic people in the media, like Trump, for example, or whatever. Just like... Why are people censor paying him attention? But because it probably gets clicks and all that stuff. I feel sorry for your one though. Oh, it's very the wife. It's very strange, and like even those photos, like he puts her in that, 
She was wearing like a big long leather jacket and then she's topless and in, in these like string thongs. It really feels like she's some kind of like sex prisoner. Also, I'm like, they're together all the time. I'm like, why are you together all the time just going around everywhere? Because she's like a design, she's a head designer for him. Like. She's an architect. She got the job with easy. What is her job? Just well, Yeah, does her job just go? But isn't it funny to look at he introduced her to all these people. Yeah. Like all these huge designers. And now they don't talk to him. And she's the cover girl for loads of them. Is she? Yeah. She's done a campaign with like Balenciaga, Marc Jacobs. Who was the other one? She had a few with Balenciaga. That's so weird. Into fashion. She's on Vogue all the time. And she sits next to Anna Wintour. He's like this social... Is it pariah or piranha? Pariah, but also piranha works. I think both work personally. And now like no one really wants to touch that. Like, isn't it just so weird to, to think yeah. the, the exchange of power? And it was like, is she his like puppet? It's like, if Kanye can't go, she goes in his place. But she, like, Kim was that for a while. I know, but even, and as well, because it's just so familiar. Like it happened to Kim. Julia Fox in her autobiography talks all about how much he was like, he employed her friends, got rid of her closet, bought her all this new stuff. Like, it's just that he, he sees, like, relationships as, like, little projects. He's a control freak. Yeah. I remember there was a bit in one of the episodes and she came is like, this is before, like, they divorced or anything. And she's like, we had a huge fight. I was posting stuff on my Instagram and then I posted one that wasn't the same as the series. And he asked me to delete it because I didn't see the vision. And he's like, you're not seeing the vision. You need to have all those up. And she's like, no, don't tell me how to, like, run my Instagram. Oh, God. Yeah, and he, like, they had a big fight about it. Like, anyone who's thinking that much micromanaging yeah. stuff is... And I think it's just kind of weird. Sad, the kids. I know, and it's kind of like, it's control thing, but then it's also like, you can't help but think it's really sexual, especially with this new girl. I don't understand, though, how Kim is like, the kids don't know anything. That's a lie. That's a barefaced lie. They all have phones on the show. Like, all of them have their own phones and own iPads. No, I don't believe that for one second. And I, I know you can block certain things, but, like, they're all do on, like, TikTok and Instagram. Go to school. Like, there's no way. But as in TikTok, I don't have TikTok, but, like, surely that would come up on TikTok. I know. It's ridiculous. I think it's just Kim's PR machine being like, I'm just being the best mom that's ever existed. It's like, okay, yeah, Kim. It's just this whole spin of Kim's the most amazing person that was ever born narrative. The show has turned into a real kind of homage to how insane Kim is. The Kim show. Like, Kim, you picked up that water bottle and supped from it. I'm so proud of you. You went to the bathroom earlier by yourself with no help from anyone. And you brought us all on for the ride. And it took my breath away. I just, I look at you and I'm in awe. Yeah, that's that's just basically what the show is. Obviously people compliment me, but sure, like I need people around me complimenting me like that. I know. <laughs> Why is no one telling me how flawless I am? <laughs> This whole conspiracy slash, it's not a conspiracy, it's kind of out there. Kylie Jenner was at Paris Fashion Week this week and she went to Mason Margiela and Schiaparelli. Schiaparelli? Schiaparelli? Fun to say. And they're saying 
both times she was wearing hip pads. I had to Google what hip pads was, which for anyone who's not sure is basically spanks with like filler in them to make the illusion of like a smaller waist and bigger hips. Drag queens wear them. Any drag race fans will all know what a hip pads are. Yeah, you obviously knew them when I when I said it to you. Yeah, give you that like hourglass womanly feminine. Yeah, and she's really tiny. Like she's gotten really skinny. And so she's wearing these hip pads. And I was just thinking, she's had so much done to her. Like she's had her boobs done, which she's finally admitted. She's had so much done to her face and whatever. Isn't it so weird that like she's still buying stuff to add to her body that she's already done so much work to. Like there's there's always stuff saying that they've had like their hips and bums. Ribs removed and yeah. Sculpted and stuff. And all that kind of stuff. But then, like, she's still just buying, like, a ba- like a basic pair of spikes. <laughs> Isn't that bizarre? Yeah. when, Because when they take the beauty standards to the absolute extreme, and then you're like, oh, you're just wearing, like, hip pads. Wow. With that, she might not want to look like that all the time. And also, maybe it's not, like, physically possible for her to surgically enhance her body to have, like... that. She's probably wearing a corset and then the hip pads to accentuate. And I'm sure Kim probably did that when she did that Met Gala wet look with the tiny waist so I'd say what Kylie's doing is like it's almost like part of the outfit but they already set such an unattainable beauty standard that Kylie on the show has said we need to be more conscious of the message we're sending out to the world and then she's going out wearing hip pads trying to convince other people that this is her body yeah I'm like you've gotten so much surgery but you'll still buy spanks but also like how many people are looking at that outfit and I'm sure they all photograph it but it's just so, it, those hip pads are so noticeable, like that that she went out knowing that she'll face a wall of cameras and people would notice it. Because big, the big thing you'd notice from a hip pad is it doesn't really move like your body would. It kind of just stays and you can see it, the indent. You're very in the know on these. Oh, yeah, it's just drag race, basically. Is it drag? Yeah, you're very up on the old. It's so noticeable. And, I, and when she's wearing such a thin dress, I don't know, they're constantly creating this illusion as though it's real. So they're going like, yes, I work out and I get this body. But it's like, no, no, no. What you're actually doing is like getting boob jobs and wearing hip pads. And she was saying stuff about for her daughter on the show, like in an in essence, wished she kind of left stuff alone because, you mm. know, to appreciate your own beauty and stuff like that. Yeah, but it's a funny one. But I think as well, though, because your body changes so much even from like 18 to 28, say, by getting plastic surgery. And she had a baby at like... 19 or something. This applies maybe more to men, but like men definitely like their skin kind of like weathers or they they change from like being boyish into men and their skin kind of like hardens. They get more like handsome and leathery as they get older. Whereas like with women, like your our bodies change. We don't do the same thing, but like our bodies change so much. But like she's getting all that surgery done before her body is actually like naturally evolved. She said that on the show though. She was like, I got my boobs done and I had like really nice small boobs and I got my boobs done and I they hadn't even healed yet and I got pregnant. Yeah. So like that would do a lot to your boobs anyway. Like as in if you didn't have, if you'd natural boobs and then you got pregnant, naturally they'd completely change. Yeah. But she got a boob job in between that. Yeah. It's just mad. It's like their bodies don't their bodies don't have any time to like be natural. Yeah, I agree. And heal. And like 
I don't know. I just I I just don't buy this whole thing of like, oh, the Kardashians and their amazing bodies when really it's all fake. Like it's absolutely all fake. And they do look insane. I know, but it's like they look so good. I I think it's just a, such a funny thing because they definitely changed the beauty curve for the better in terms of like you know making curvy sexy. We love that. When we say curvy, they're still tiny. <laughs> no, they're still tiny. But I'm talking about like Kardashians like 10 years ago when they really came up. But I agree with you. They like, people came in and they were like, oh, they've boob. They, it's always just boobs and ass. But as in, they're very narrow. And sorry, also what they did was they democratized getting work done. They made it like mainstream. And then all like now you can get Botox when you get it filling with your dentist. You know, it's it's democratized now. And it's it, they've definitely opened the gateway for all those things. But now I feel like it's gone the other side of the mountain where it's like, well, now they're doing like, there's rumours they're all on a Zempic and other weight loss injections. They're now like rumours that they're removing ribs, wearing hip pads. Do you think the rib thing's true? I wouldn't be surprised. I think Kim is uh, very open and upfront about how much she wants to... God, I'd love to be a fly on the wall when she goes into the... I Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I'd be, what's it, shocked but not surprised or surprised but not shocked. Very interesting. Um, I just think they're willing to do anything. Because they're, it's almost like they're trying to set a new beauty standard, which is like crazy unattainable. Totally. They're, they're all our topics. I could keep talking about the hip pads. <laughs> Titanium teeth. For days. Clara, do you have a recommendation for this week? I do. And it's a TikTok thing I saw. It's an Instagram reel thing I saw. I finally tried it. And I implore, urge, encourage anyone with a dishwasher to do the same. With a dishwasher? With a dishwasher. So this I think is... most people would have a dishwasher. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, when I, all the places I lived in London, there was one. Oh. So unfortunately, this is exclusive to dishwasher users only. So you get a piece of tinfoil, you crumple it up into a ball and you put it in. Usually like a safe place to put it in is like in with your cutlery. So it kind of keeps it in place. Okay. So like a, a about the size of your fist. Hardly compressed or loosely? I go like a loose ball, a snowball. Fine. You kind of want gaps in it for the water to get in and out. Okay. You run your dishwasher as normal. You take it out and your silver is supreme, clean, shining like you've just newly bought it. What's that about? Not to get too scientific because I know nothing, but <laughs> something about, you know, when you get those like, so when you take your silver out of the washing machine it has like that drips on it and even yeah. like your glasses come yeah, out yeah i hate when your glasses have drip more yes the aluminium the kanye teeth elements of the <laughs> of the tin foil take the the residue and it gathers it so it's like summer for all that so rather than it ending up on all your crockery and your cutlery how does it gather it magnets i don't know attraction science chemicals ai ai <laughs> When you take your ball of tinfoil out, it will be like kind of black. It'll be like dirt. Like it'll be, smutty. you won't use it again. It's smutty. Why well, won't use it again? And it'll be smutty. It's like it attracts all the stuff. So rather than it ending up on all your delf, it goes onto... Your delf! <laughs> it goes onto your tinfoil. Try it on your next run of the dishwasher. Try it and you won't look back. You're so domestic. You feel like you just went to John Lewis. Wow. Okay, I love that. Yeah, so there you go. I urge anyone to try that. 
of when you next do your dishwasher. It's absolutely game changing. Absolutely love that, Clara. Thank you so much for the recommendation. And thank you to the listeners for tuning in for House of Gossip. We hope you feel educated and nourished for the rest of the week. If you'd like to follow us on Instagram, please give us a follow. It's at Classic Cabana, at Soph underscore Lions. Rate, review, subscribe. And we will talk to you next week. Thank you. Blessings, wishes, great tidings. Bye. Bye. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.